So this is a recording of Sino-Tejania checking Group C for the fourth time at the Insight Meditation Society on Wednesday, May 9th, 2012. And would the eight of you who are reporting first identify yourself by raising your hands to Matet? Three, two, three, I've been watching um, the absence and the presence of uh, specifically Doza, and uh, I'm watching as I'm sitting in the hall, my um, my judgmental mind comes up and I start commenting on people that come in the hall and there's that's kind of an habitual thing for me to do. And then um, in the last few days when I've had a lot more right attitude and acceptance in my mind, I all of a sudden noticed that people were coming in to the Dharma Hall and there wasn't a judgmental mind there, it was gone. And so I was noting that, and then later in the day, I was sitting there noticing, oh, there's a judgmental mind here again. And then from that point, <clears throat> checking to see what my attitude was at that point. Mm -hmm. Two. Um, <laughs> ແລະແລະອາທຸກະຄາໄດ້ສ່ວນລູລຽດຕະມາຍຸນແນ່ຫວນລາຍຖອດລາຍຊິກະແມ່ນັ້ນແມ່ຈ່າຍບາບາຍ
So now the, the awareness is like a real um, security guard, he says. So the defilements come and they go, but they're not allowed to enter and affect the mind. He says that's how um, the Buddha described awareness as a, a security guard. <laughs> เออมาคิดดิได้เปยให้น่ะเปียวจ่าคิดดิได้เปยอ่ะมันเปยอ่ะมันเปยเปยน่ะมาตุพิกขุมะปิโรอะพิเปยอ่ะพิตั๋วล
<clears throat> Thank you. I'd like to piggyback on that. Mm -hmm. Piggyback? Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and again, talk about deeply conditioned habits. Mm -hmm. um, I, for example, I have certain food intolerances, and when I eat them, I can get quite sick. And I notice that I, the smell or the sight, or even the writing that it's going to be served, uh, starts to create a craving, a craving. So when I start to really be with that, I set the intention that I want to be healthy and I want to stay aware. And as I'm doing that, and maybe I'm sitting and eating, it's like Mara comes and goes like, ha, ha, ha. And a whole other sort of subtle, almost unconscious intention starts. So while I'm saying how I'm going to be healthy, this other power is building up. And when I start to see it, I'll, I'll start saying no to it, that I want the other. I have an awareness. I have an awareness that this is happening. Um, but then somehow or other, I'm also aware that I get up and my feet start moving mm. in the direction of this earthly delight. Yes. <laughs> and even as I'm moving, I'm saying, no, this is not a good idea. <laughs> and then as I take a little bit, I say, this is really not a good idea. <laughs> And then as I say, maybe I'll just take more now. <laughs> <laughs> and then a half hour later, it really wasn't a good idea. <laughs> it goes on and on and on like that. And so I, I know in one sutta the Buddha talked about stopping harmful thoughts. And I guess the fifth part is you take a hatchet or something. <laughs> you get a sort of wisdom and batten it down and everything. But for some reason, I don't seem, maybe I'm not willing yet to give up whatever this thing is. Mm. So I just would love Sayadaw's comments. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> ရှိတယ်လို့ဖမိနေတော့မှာစိတ်ကချင်းလိုချင်တဲ့စိတ်ကမတက်လာပြီးတယ်အဲ့စိတ်သူကသူစိတ်ကိုအာသူတရိပေ
ตัวเราสาไล่ติเลยพี่เราไหนเวลาจะตะเกียงมะกาวเพิ่นได้ทําไมที่โลเวชะคาทะคาอะเมียนี่เออตะกูเมียนเนี่ยกิริดาเนี
have to learn from it. ก็เลยดีดอกเคลียร์ดอกบลูมาสกัดเบลลูมเนี่ยตัวโลจินาเล่าดอกมันเปียกเท่าเท่าไรจีแล้วหัวของตัวพี่เนี่ยเฉยเ
a lady in Burma who came to speak to his, his teacher. She had had a retreat and, and gone home, and then she'd gone for a wedding. So um, Saido was there. Uh, he was in the room when the lady was talking to his teacher. And, and uh, he said the lady was telling Saido, he, she said, I went to the wedding, and every time I saw someone who I thought looked better than I was, or I felt was, you know, better than me in any way, she could see the mind sort of cringe. And then every time she saw someone that she felt that she was better than, she felt the mind like sort of like expand, you know, feel, feel great. And she saw this over and over and over again. And she said when she got home, she was exhausted. So when you know the mind, he says you can't avoid it. You can't avoid seeing that the mind is doing this. And then you really see how, like, yeah, how, how, how experientially So this is seeing, knowing it experientially, right? Before the mind did it too, but she wasn't aware of it. So she, you know, the mind sort of carries on in a, in a deluded fashion and not feeling tired. But now that you're aware, then you really know how it tires the mind. <laughs> First of all, I really want to thank Sayada for this incredible little book. Um, lots of right view, right attitude forever, but in between, there's, it's just an amazing book. I mean, I just keep going through it and, and having been able to have it on retreat has been very, very helpful because it's given my intellectual mind that always feels deprived on retreats, something to focus on, you know. And it's so simple and so elegant that I just keep turning a page and I read it one time, two times, and by the fourth time I go, <gasps> after practicing it's just like, this is good, This is it, it's just very, very satisfying, that part of my mind, and so I'm looking forward to um, taking it home and doing more study, and I'm also looking forward to um, going home and listening to all of the Dharma talks and making better notes and just paying attention. Um, I guess what I'm saying is I feel very excited and motivated, which is very good. Um, but what I really want to talk about my report is that um, this idea of talking. Mm -hmm. I talk a lot. I drive my friends crazy sometimes. My brain just chatters like a magpie. I mean, I, and I talk. And I've really spent a lot of my adult um, time since back in counter groups in the 60s learning how to listen to other people and get outside of myself. So before today's session, I thought, I better get out there and talk. I've been putting it off for a couple days, and I watch people talk, and I admire their waving their hands, and they all seem engaged, and that's interesting. But before I came this morning, I had the intention that, go out there and talk. No one will talk to me fine, but I'm going to go talk. And I managed to uh, sit down with someone who, you know, in the comparing mind on retreat, 
someone who seemed interesting. And there she was by herself, and so it was great. And I had a very, very, um, very good conversation. It was mindful. I found that it was easy to engage in, in just, just the flow. It wasn't superficial. It wasn't boring. It was very easy to have the conversation, and one topic came up after the other. Um, but what I noticed in myself, it was easy to maintain awareness while um, I was talking. Not all the time, but it was pretty easy. What was difficult was the listening to maintain awareness inside myself while listening. It's like I had to wade through all of the learned, you know, when you're really listening to somebody, you get outside of yourself and you pay attention to them. And uh, so to be inside being aware, I found myself at times losing the drift of what this person was saying when I was listening. And so I would just go back and forth and back and forth. And then at the end of our talk, when it was time to go about, come up here, um, I acknowledged that. I mean, you know, it's like I haven't been really listening the way I've been trained to listen. Um, but it was okay because it's a learning experience. So I guess my question is, is just this how to maintain awareness when I'm really paying attention to somebody else. It's, it's, okay. ဒီစောင်းဖာဒီစောင်းကိုတိတ်တဘောကြတယ်တဲ့ဥစ္စရိုတိတ်ချင်းဆိုတင်တယ်တဲ့ဒီစောင်းကိုရေးထားရိုး
ตะดีทาลุยาเลยสกาเปียวอะหลาเลยอสิมปีเลยตะโรตะคุบิตะคุบโอเปียวเสียสีดาสมูธผิดเลยถ้าไม่ตูบาตะดีทาบิล่ะ
In this case, it was a matter of the defilements operating too. Mm -hmm. um, I suddenly had a great deal more sympathy for him. Mm -hmm. And I could say, well, this isn't really personal either. And that was a, it was a very, it was a very powerful moment, but it, it made me think that this this is a practice that that is is really able to it it it, it opened up something in me. It it was um, metta or compassion, and I thought that this is something that will will this is this an, a natural development of it? Do um. what? <coughs> ตูอดุยจนตะคุบบ่ตูผิดปุ๊ะกิเลสตาล่ะผิดผิดตะกิเลสตาล่ะอารมณ์ยอตูเอ่อขารายสวยชุนิจะยอยอเนดีตะข้
all this is impossible is so clear mm. when, when it's seen. Things are clear for a minute, <coughs> and then they go away again. That's just to I mean, explain that process. Of course, it's never enough. There's always more to learn. Yeah. Yesterday somebody was also explaining something similar and Saido was also saying, well, that's, <coughs> that's great, but that's not the end. This, he said, this is just the beginning. So, yeah. Wrong way to go. He says, it's just like awareness, you know, we have to um, sort of um, allow awareness to, um, to manifest frequently or consistently and then awareness gains momentum. It's the same with wisdom. He says the more wisdom is allowed to arise in the mind, he says the more it gains momentum. Mm -hmm. I'd like to uh, discuss a topic I've been having on physical agitation. Physical agitation? Yes. And it just, it just seems really strange. It starts in my feet and works its way up my legs. Mm. Um, this happens when I, when I sit but also sometimes when I go to bed when I'm tired. Oh, yeah. And um, it starts off pleasant enough and increases in intensity until it becomes extremely intense and I can't tolerate it any longer. Are you watching it? Yes. So I, I, try, I try to watch both the physical and the mental yeah, aspects. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I really don't see any mental aspect. I just see the physical. Oh, that's a yoga book. You don't see any feeling associated with a pleasant sensation in the beginning? Well, it feels pleasant? It feels pleasant. That's a feeling. Oh, okay. It's yeah, yeah. Pleasant feeling. Yes. So the pleasantness is the feeling in the mind. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I, I, do, <coughs> I do notice that, and then it becomes more and more intense until it becomes so intense. I need okay, to go body, yeah, pleasant, unpleasant, do, do. The body has no pleasant or unpleasant feeling in it. The body does not feel. There's only a sensation happening. Yeah, the body cannot feel or know. There's only something happening in the body. The mind is the one that feels into it and feel and judges it, pleasant or unpleasant. Okay, but then at, at some point, so the mind just says this is so intense I can't stand it any longer. And I, I need to tense my legs to make that go away, and then the cycle repeats itself, like maybe 20 seconds later it happens again. It just so it stops? By itself, yeah. It just keeps coming in waves. And, um, and this happens not unregularly when I, when I sit to meditate. And it, I find it very disturbing that I can't 
it, it, I can't have a general focus, an, an open awareness when this happens because it's kind of like it sucks me in. So don't put your attention in your feet where the sensation is happening. Put your attention in your heart and feel those feelings there. Because the pleasantness will still be in your mind. So you just don't put your attention in your feet So don't don't put your attention there. Uh, you need to actually consciously put it away from the feet into your heart. Feel the pleasant feeling in the heart or in the mind. I'll say the mind. Yes, feel the pleasant feeling in the mind. It's still there, even if you put your attention in your so so called heart area. Yeah? Yeah. And um and just don't pay attention to your feet. No, that, that's how I start out, but it just becomes so intense. So there's some connection between the mind and this, this occurrence, yeah, so um, he says, remember this formula. If the mind likes or dislikes an object of or sensation or some experience, he says that object is not a dumb object. It's colored by the perception of liking or disliking in the mind. So you cannot observe that object, you have to observe the mind. Yes. You have to adjust the mind to attitude, inject right view, look at the defilement in the mind, you know, the pleasant or unpleasant. You know, do not so you're not the object is not the mind and not ready not that thing that the mind likes or dislikes. So the mind is not ready, it's not in the right mood or doesn't have the right understanding to see that object objectively. Do you think I'm a decision? Pay attention, meditation. Oh, good. Pay attention, meditation. Oh, good. He says we often think that meditation That meditation is just paying attention. So that's all we're trying to do, whatever sort of like grabs our attention, we pay attention to it. But he says there is. Right view, Bahama, meditation. Yeah, there is a. You have to have right view to, to attend to objects and experience. Right view, right so only with right view, um, the awareness will be meditation. Otherwise, it's just like our ordinary paying attention to anything. So you were saying that... Well, I guess where it's going is that um, it just becomes so intense that I, kind of like everything goes out the window. Yeah, you're sort of drawn to it. I, I'm, I'm really just drawn to it and I just and I react. Yes. And I've, I've not been able to stop myself from oh. reacting, from the squeeze, from tensing my leg muscles. That's fine, but I think he's, so you're going to try now to, to not get drawn in and draw away from it. Mm -hmm. Yes, you're going to try that. Yes. Yeah.
tua pomon so tua meloda tak tua ai ba ko sik Likes or dislikes something very strongly, so it He said, you know, people who are depressed, he says they they really dislike what's happening in their minds because it's so unpleasant. He says, but because it's so unpleasant, the mind is is inexorably attracted to it. And then because of that attraction there, they continuously they get to the point where they cannot even not be aware of it. Yes, he says but they're aware of it with the wrong view because there's a strong aversion to knowing that and they're looking at it with that wrong view. Yeah. So for them, you know, you can't just say meditate because, or, or you know, be aware because they're already so aware of it and if all you say to them is be aware, he says it's like magnifying those feelings to themselves, it's just a hundred times. So for them, it's just important to put in right view, to keep bringing the mind back to right view rather than to, to look at that thing. Yeah, he says for them you don't even have to tell them to be aware because you know it's been it's like years of practice for the mind being stuck on this feeling that they have and um, yeah you can't even tell them not to be aware of it. Yeah, it's impossible almost for them. So my question is something around this as well. Picking up from a question I asked in the last session, I've been looking a lot at this tendency to get absorbed into an object or experience. Um, and and when I talked about it last time, Saidao mentioned about bringing in more awareness rather than getting into the object or experience. So I've been looking at that and want to make sure I, I'm practicing correctly with this. Um, so there might be stillness or peace or um, that kind of pool into that experience and then I'm wanting to get the sense of more awareness, of bringing more awareness. And so I think he said to also bring in some of the grosser sensations like hearing or body sensation, breathing. And so I've been expanding the awareness to include more, more diversity, more mm. objects, mm. so that I'm not just getting pulled in. Um, similar with something like this morning, there was a strong wave of heat, mm. very strong heat. And it's similar, I could feel maybe being pulled 
into that, but at the same time interested if there was a way to also keep more awareness rather than just the object. And so I would also see if I could just include more sounds or breath or body. And, I, and, and I'm just wondering if that's correct or am I going too far with it? You know what I mean? It's like, am I leaning too much into a concept of expanding awareness or is there actually skillful means? Right. ว่าพอตะพอตัวเปียวตัวตัวเซกะเต้ยเนี่ยเต้ยเอ่อเอชันเนี่ยส่วนตัวไอ้เอชันน่ะแท้ <laughs> ဟိုအာနဲ့ဆကားပြောသိတယ်သူကပြောလို့လာမှာဒီအဲ့တော့သူ <laughs> He says, if you can actually see that the mind is leaning towards um, getting absorbed, you can see that, that that's the movement of the mind, right? It's, it's like moving towards absorption. He says, just recognizing it will prevent it from getting absorbed. So you're knowing the mind. When the mind understands that it's not right to get sucked into the object, and it sees that the mind is, is going to, then it will stop. And you don't have to do anything else. He says, stay with the awareness. Don't go to the object. So you don't have to like take all the... So, you know, the taking of the other external objects is, is not the... The essential... So whatever... Um, so the the taking of other external objects or breathing and stuff is not the essential, um, you know, skillful means. The the essential thing is that you come back to the awareness, so or to the mind. So he says, if you know that the mind is going to suck to get sucked in, you know that's not what the mind should do. He says, just be aware of that mind, and again you're aware, you know. So the awareness is of mind. Awareness is of itself, and and the movement of the mind. So I guess so then the second part of that is sometimes experience is so subtle there's not really an experience of body, mm-hmm. gross body. Mm-hmm. It's just so subtle. But it could be the same. There can still be a pulling into that subtlety. Yeah. And he, what I'm hearing him say is just stay with the knowing, knowing. of that. Yes. The knowing of that yeah. rather than that yeah, that subtle ปูลิงอินเนี่ยเนี่ยเนี่ยเออตัวตะคะเลยเต็งหมดเนาะอ่ะที่เราคณะโคเราขึ้นชื่อเลยลงมาขึ้นจ้าเอาแต่แม้
Recognize the knowing. Recognize the knowing. Then you stay with reality. Yeah. Recognize the knowing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's fine if it's subtle and you know, you, yeah, the body is not, not body form, right. yeah, When the mind is thinking of the form, that's when it's there. When it's not, it's not there. So that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just the recognition of knowing. Yes. So the object is not chosen by you. If you know, recognize naturally the mind don't the awareness that naturally the mind already knows its objects. So you're sort of hanging on to the the main, you know, it's like a bunch of grapes. You're hanging on to the the stem, you know. So all the grapes come with it. You know? Yeah, I can see it's actually the same with thought. Actually, thought or thought patterns is the same kind of pool mm -hmm. into the thought in the construction of thought. It's like our home, he says, our home is safe. He says the objects are like like the world outside. It's not safe outside. You don't know who's going to, there might be friends, there might be enemies, but you don't know. He says, but in your home, you're safe. <laughs> a week to ten days, you'll be better. I'll be gone. Well, yeah. so I came home from that not very feeling very worse as well. Had another <coughs> night of very difficult. Can't sleep up in the morning. You know, early in the morning, down having tea. Hopefully, trying to salve this cough. And um, the next morning, after uh, the first sitting, the second sitting. Um, I got, I, I become very intimately related to my bed, and uh, fortunately there was no schedule, and I was reminded that it was okay to be where I was, and there I, I was, and I just f remembered 
the body is sick. I'm not sick. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh. So that was huge, and it was a great relief. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that was good. And then, but the cough persisted. <laughs> and it got, it got, would get so bad that I would, I would, I would panic and I would leave the meditation hall and, and I would be, these terrible coughing spasms would go on. And I was starting to have one the last time we were here before it began and I was leaving the room and this, and Carol stopped me and said, all you have to do is cough. You don't have to leave the room. <laughs> and it was like, oh, right. Coughing is happening. <laughs> and so, so I got that. What I discovered was that the, um, what was behind the stopping the cough, which what I was trying to do was trying to stop the coughing, was this huge sense of not being a good yogi, you know, supposed to be quiet in the hall. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm, am I, I'm sharing this bug with other people. This isn't good. I shouldn't be doing this. You know, so there was a lot of pressure to stop the cough, and of course, the cough is trying to clear my airways, and I'm covering my face so I can't. And and it got very bad. But as care, I would try to remember this, and I would go, No, this is coughing, and this. But it still hung on with me, and then last night it was got really bad again, and I finally just said, "I give up. I'm going to sleep." And I slept through the night. <laughs> and I woke up in the morning and went, "Oh, I remember. I remember being aware. Oh my, it was totally different experiences." And so, what I feel like what happened for me was that there was just this huge force of support, a common mind, or something that was there helping me get to these places that could allow me to come through this. Because this was a very difficult thing, because my body is not well and I need to make it better. Um, especially. Now that I'm older, it's like there's a lot of things that come up for that. So it was huge. Um, I'm sure I'll fall back into it other times, but that capacity to see was so. Uh, and it showed up that this morning I could do a talk and I'd be open because yesterday I tried it and it was like I saw like this talking, you know. So it was. It's here for now, and uh, just huge gratitude. Thank you so much. ตัวเรียกว่าดีอ่ะดีอาร์ทโมบาร์ดูเนี่ยเจนจูเตอร์บอกดูดูรู้เนี่ยเป็นมาปั้มปูทาร์ดีมาชีนไอ้นี่อา
อ๋อหมู่นี่มาอสุยอมนาเลยหมู่อสุยเยวนาเลยหมู่นี่มาไวรัสสีเลยนี่เซฟไปเซฟไปช่วยอุปสรรคไวรัสสีเราสิจุน
He says, um, so then he said, it's not critical to have the formal practice. At the same time, he says, when he was practicing at home, he says he did do a form, formal sitting. Um, in the morning when he woke up, he, he'd do as much as he could, maybe half an hour or a little bit. <laughs> But if he didn't have the time to sit, it was also okay. It wasn't like a rigid uh, framework for himself. Yeah, At night, he'd, he'd also sit once before he slept, he says. But he says the other thing that was really important was that throughout the day, whenever he was quiet and he didn't have something to do, that would be the time to gather his energy. And so to be, inverted commas, sitting, meaning <laughs> So everywhere he might have been that he was alone and quiet, he said for him that was a inverted commas sitting meditation. Um, so if he was drinking coffee at the coffee shop, you know, having some tea, um, if he was sitting in the park, if he was sitting in his shop and it was quiet, there were no customers, then he would just be observing himself. So it was a, a dedicated practice of just keeping attention on himself whenever he was free. He says the Buddha, you know, it said that when the Buddha gave a Dharma talk and in the moments that the, the audience would say sadhu, 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 in those, in, in that short time frame, the Buddha would enter Samabhati, that means he would uh, dwell in the peace of Nibbana for, for that time, or whatever it's supposed to be translated as. <laughs> yes. Um, um, May it be so soon. <laughs> but he says, of course, I mean, that's the Buddha's ability. He can do that. He says, but, I mean, he rested in the object that he, that was his, med that was his meditation, you know, that it was his formal meditation, so he just kept his attention there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I'm interested in having a little bit more clarification about, um, I've heard him say that when you have wrong view that you need to change that to make it right view, but I know that you don't do anything with wrong view, you just watch it, and just recognize I'm it. wondering if you just wait till that mind state um, dissipates to recognize that this is going well or this is not going well. Just as it is. 
Yes. 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 Um, I'm, 
I was wondering why the mind always wants to know things. <laughs> Is it just the nature of the mind? Curiosity. Curiosity. Defilements also want to know, but they, they, they seek their object, you know, like greed seeks what's pleasant for it, aversion seeks what it dislikes. So, but, um, yeah, so, so curiosity in itself is not. Curiosity is not. Yeah. If it's like being a busybody, you know, like um, then it's then again there's some defilement in it. You know, so you have to see what's motivating. So it depends on the quality of the yeah. curiosity, what you're curious about, yeah. uh, and why. And then you can check your feeling, how you feel, whether it feels positive or agitated. If it's agitated, then there's some defilement mixed in it. So it sounds like Saito was able to practice quite effectively as a lay person, but I know he's ordained now and yeah. was in monastery. So I'm curious why he chose to do that. What's the advantage? Okay. Because he wanted to do only this, think only about this, and practice only this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he wondered whether maybe he would get deeper insights if he became a monk. He said. He said no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said well, it only depends on the practice. But he said he became busier when he became a monk. More work. If at home. He only had his family and his little customer That's base. All. That's it. <laughs> now he has to deal with the whole world. เออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออ
there's a lot of uh, positive work being done. He says, and the Buddha said, if it's good, do as much as possible. So he said, yeah, okay. <laughs> but of course he says if you know if he has the right attitude yes it's fine you know he can deal with all that 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 overload he says but sometimes he says it does get overloaded and he has to run away take a break yeah yeah, somebody made a list of all the, the different yogis we have. I think maybe from <laughs> about 40 countries, people have come to the center. Um, I, I just wanted to, to say that um, there's, there's been a big shift from um, last week. And I, I remember Saida saying, um, um, just do the practice. Yeah. And, yeah, yes, good. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, you know, well, I, you know, just do the practice. And, and, I, and I, I realized that I, I knew what to do. I mean, you know, it's just do it. Yeah. And, no um, Nike. <laughs> <laughs> Nike. Nike, just do it. I like it, Nike. Nike, <laughs> 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 He has a swoosh sign because he used to say this just do it quite a lot. So somebody do, drew him the swoosh sign. So sometimes he, he holds it up to, to show his yogi. Nike logo. Just do it. So, you know, it, I, just just trying to be as receptive as, as possible and um, watching the mind and, and noticing. Um, whether there's awareness of what's being known. Um, and a sitting, I had a sitting um, time with, um, you know, physical sensations were very uncomfortable. Um, and it was pain and it, you know, started to try to work with the different sensations and it just, you know, was, there's a lot of aversion, and then there was a, some some little thought of pain is in the mind. There's, uh, and then there was a, this voice that said, "There's resistance in the mind." Um, and I don't usually use that term, resistance, but anyway, that that I heard that, and there was a, a kind of. Um, an opening and a shift in 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 awareness in the or the mind I don't know to a different space and it was um, more open and for a while there wasn't any of that um, discomfort um, but it was as if you know the the mind was did it by itself it wasn't there was was no attention. It didn't feel like there was an attention directed to make that happen. Yeah. And, uh, but um, it was interesting, and I and then I thought, well, you know, that's that's an interesting experience. Be careful of the interesting. Yeah. I said. Um, and I think that 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 it was also 
um, I think those little glimpses or little experiences, um, I used to call them early, you know, little gifts that, that encourage me, but I think that's where the wrong view was, that was looking for, you know, from this out, outset, looking for some. Mm. So I think there was momentum and, and interest and practice was moving along prior to that. But it, it, it sort of gave more confidence, I think. ตัวเอลูเมียวเราเพิ่งไปลูเรลูเดอร์เซไอเซกาเปียงเวลาเราตัวอาทวีเนี่ยไอเนี่ยตัวเทียร์ไทเนี่ยตัวนาเนี่
his acronym for it was FROG, F-R-O-G. So he'd check if he was flexible or not, you know, if the mind was feeling flexible or not, whether the mind was feeling rigid or not, whether the mind was feeling open or not, F-R-O, and then whether the mind was feeling... He is greedy. Greedy or not. <laughs> yeah, so he would check. That, that was his... Yeah, I mean, we can have different things for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, so for him, you know, if he if he did that, then he would always find the mindfulness would go very smoothly after that. You know. mm. He checked in on that. Um, I'd like to ask a question about um, guarding the sense doors. And <clears throat> uh, in the for the last couple of years, I've been on a news fast. I don't watch the news. You don't news. I don't watch the news. Or to the news. I don't read about it. I don't. And I'm wondering if that's skillful or if that's just being avoiding. The deal to so that's like trying to prevent a development by preventing the experience from being yeah, he says so there is no need to purposely there's no need to listen to the news but there is no need to avoid the news should you hear it Remember, the object is just an object. If you In this world, sometimes it's useful to have a little bit of news about what's going on. Um, he says, but you watch your mind. He says, the hearing of the news is not what makes us angry. I mean, the news is just the news. He says, it's our beliefs and our value systems, you know, the things that we've imposed on our own mind that make the mind angry. (laughs) So guarding the sense doors is not about preventing experiences from being, uh, from meeting the sense doors, you know. It's not from prevention of the sense Objects. <coughs> yeah, he says what we have to um, guarding the sense doors is by actually cultivating awareness and wisdom or the five spiritual faculties. When you nurture and cultivate the five spiritual faculties, where, you know, through the practice of mindfulness, he says, then then uh, the mind is guarded by awareness and wisdom. He says, so we are not rejecting the experiences, neither are we clinging to the experiences. We must understand that experience is just what it is. He says, if, if, if it was just <coughs> so easy, you know, that if we didn't have 
um, the objects that there would be no defilements, then we wouldn't need to practice, right? You just shut off all the sensors, no need to practice, there will be no defilements. If you don't practice, I mean, I mean, the defilements will always be there. If you don't practice, the, the, the wisdom will not grow. So you need to. We have to use. We need to be judicious in our choice of the way we live. Yeah, the objects. I mean, it's not. We, we there are things that we need to do, and we we need to allow ourselves to do it, and and then watch our minds and learn to be more skillful. But if there are things that we can avoid. Because it, you know, it's not necessary to. It's not necessary to keep challenging yourself all the time, unless you, you know. Well, you know if it's part of your experience, then. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> there was a monk who was um, who was um, uh, who was who thought that the source of his lust was uh, you know his body, so he castrated himself, and the the Buddha. Scolded him. He says, <laughs> you're, you're removing, he said, you're removing what is unnecessary. You know, it's it's a defilement that you have to remove, not not the body. It's not the source of the defilement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah. It's, it's not to, to those sense objects, yeah. It's to change the mind, yeah. The mind and its reactions. Yes. Yeah, I'm he says it's funny how the mind. But the idea is that it's not the same. Yeah. I'm yeah. yeah. When the mind doesn't understand cause and effect and what's real, then it just grasps at concepts that it thinks might be causes or effects. Yeah. Yeah, my question is about um, formal Brahma-Vihara practice using phrases that we repeat and focus on. And um, it seems, uh, in my understanding of right view and what Sayadaw's teaching, that to exclude the other things that are happening and continue to just incline the mind towards the repetition of these phrases, I question if that fits within right view. Um, my experience is that in working continuously, for example, having done a month long of a meta retreat, mm -hmm. that indeed it creates the habit of metta and does incline the mind and heart towards metta. But the practice itself is about being very focused on just the phrases and even sort of fake it until you make it, you know, mm -hmm. just staying with the phrases regardless of what feelings are coming up. So I just have a question about the, the usefulness of that. Is it within right view to practice in that way with, with the Brahma Viharas? Yeah. Oh, 
Tashahari Musinza Benedi go go taka taka go go mita puara so mazu pua 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 niara. Aichi makuat tashah pinari le ayi mapiu. Dabe right view ma roda mapa utenere. Baso tuwa di di seko be. มวยนี่แหละบ่อุ้มมาเมตตาเออเนี่ยเป็นปีมาเป็นปีดูงานนี่ตัวเออแล้วพวกกูตัดว่าไอ้ปาละบ่ปิญญาปาละบ่ปิ
ตัวเปียร์เอ้ยโหมันเปียร์เปียร์ตัวมาเยอะนะโอเคเอออะไรเยอะขนาดอ่ะตุตะดีทาเลยสรยูยูลิโลทิ้งอะไรตัวดีท
<laughs> he said he had a brilliant maths teacher and so he would show you the sum on the board and if you said you didn't understand this bit like this one line the logic line after line after line of logic and you say you don't understand this line and how the logic transfers to the next line and all the teacher could do was redo the whole sum from beginning to end. He never was able to explain that specific instance to them. <laughs> so, he is very naughty, cheeky child. So, so he knew this about when once he began to you know realize this about that teacher, he says um, then he, he would take advantage of it. He'd keep asking the teacher. So I don't understand. And it's the one sum. He'd say, I don't understand this bit. And the, the teacher would redo the sum. He'd say, I don't understand that bit. He'd redo the sum. <laughs> so he said, sometimes the whole hour was brought and one sum being redone over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Oh, sorry, I think she was next. And I don't remember the two of you. Previously, it asked about um, loba and dosa, yeah. and, and um, Sarat said loba is underneath of dosa. Also. Mm. Loba causes dosa. Yeah. Um, but I can see both ways. Like I can see loba causing dosa, but also sometimes it seems like, oh, dosa, the not wanting of something causes the wanting of something. Oh. So I just want to him to explain that one a little bit more. And then this is a different question. It's just about his view of Nibbana. And some teachers say, like, oh, there's... Uh, Nibbana in everyday life, if there's a moment when Kilesas are not present. Right? So, what's his view of that? Like, uh, okay. Loba and Doda, Uzi and Hobart up your Loba Jam Doda Pit, and I'm going to call Loba Jam Loba Pit Loba Pit Loba Pit Loba Pit Loba Loba Pit Loba Loba Pit Loba Pit Loba Pit Loba Pit Loba Pit Loba Pit มโหฮะเนี่ยตอนอะตุตัวผิดเลยโลบะผิดไข่มาตอนอะมาผิดแต่มันผิดเนี่ยโน้มอ่ะเมียโน้มอ่ะจิรอเออแต่มันอาจาร
老板呢，毛汉呢，对的嘛嘛，对对的，毛汉呢，多了皮，多多皮肉呀。也好的。毛汉呢，老板多皮肉呀，多。老板呢，毛汉老多没皮肉。讲起话了，老板呢，皮嘛多了啦。It says, I mean, in the Abhidhamma, it's um, it's it's said that um, so delusion is present in both. Yeah. Um, so delusion can arise with uh, delusion arises together with um, greed or with aversion, but greed and aversion don't arise together, not simultaneously. Yes. Um, but as a causal chain, it's delusion. Gives rise to, um, to uh, clinging mm -hmm. first, and then that leads to aversion. Mm -hmm. And in both cases, of course, there is um, delusion present. But in the same, mo so while the, the the greed is present, there is no aversion. But then the mind decides then to, because it can't get it, it becomes averse. Okay. But the delusion still carries on. But it's not the greed and aversion okay. at the same time, but. Of course, that's at the level of Abhidhamma. In our minds, it happens so fast, it feels like, you know, you can see both. Can you, can see both you, can all, you can see experientially that when you, um, when, you're, when you want something and you're, con you're worried about not getting it, so that's the aversion, the, the dosa already, the fear of not getting something that you want. Right, yeah. right. So mentally, it feels like that. <laughs> จะชูเสียเรียดตัวนี้บางโอ้ดีอุ้งเสียงหดเนี่ยเบอร์สิทธิ์สิทธิ์ตัวนี้บางอ่ะบ้างสิทธิ์สิทธิ์ตัวนี
Did he mention this here before? Not this group. So that's a depend. So we know it as a chain. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so we start with avijja, delusion, blah 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 blah, leading to <laughs> namarupa, right? What most of us miss is that this chain is a simultaneous chain. It's not separated in time. Yes. It's not that after this happens, then this happens. There's no luxury of time for it to happen. The moment there's avijja, everything is arisen together at the same time and ends together. So that's the chain. And how that chain ends is if that avijja becomes vijja. When it's wisdom, the whole chain ends. There is, there is no number rupa arising because there is yeah. So it's a simultaneous. So then it sounds like he's, he's saying there's not a possibility of recognizing pleasant, unpleasant in the mind, right? And stopping. Yeah, yeah, no, no. No, no, no. No, it's not like that. You don't even have a chance. You either don't give it a chance or it's already done its thing. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.